Welcome to the podcast where we talk all about love. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Carly Ann. Let's be honest, nobody taught us about the challenges that come with finding and keeping healthy, happy relationships. Nobody warned us of the courage that you need to put yourself out there when dating, or gave us the tools to manage anxiety, or told us what the hell to do when we got ghosted. As two coaches working in this space, we want to open up the conversation and give our take into the real, messy, amazing, sometimes tiring and frustrating, but mainly an extraordinary journey that comes with creating the secure, lasting relationships that you deserve. Welcome to Back to All About Love, the podcast where we talk all about dating, healing and attachment. Today, we are going to be diving into how we can use our love languages for better relationships. So we're going to be going through each one. We're going to be talking about the pros and the cons of actually using them in the first place. And then we're going to be giving a brilliant way for each one of how we can demonstrate love through this, if this is our love language or if this is our partner's love language. So let's dive in, shall we, Carly? Yeah, so should I just start with like the five love languages? Yeah. Is a book, right? Dr. Gary Chapman, mm-hmm. first published in 1992. Yeah. Not that I've got the facts in front of me. <laughs> no, but according to <laughs> Gary Chapman, so we each have this style of, mm-hmm. or this language that we communicate love in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if we know this style, if we know this language, it's going to help with intimacy, connection for yourself and for the other person as well. Yeah, he was basically arguing that the issues he saw time and time and time again with every couple and in every country, so it wasn't just like Western specific, that there was a mismatch in communication between how couples wanted to be loved. So one person would usually feel undervalued or underappreciated or didn't feel seen or loved because their partner was trying to communicate in a different way than they understood. So he kind of argued by learning this and by getting into the swing of it, we can show and demonstrate and make our partners or dates or friends feel really, really valued and as you said, build everything else. I love that that you mentioned friends. Yeah, because it is. It's not yeah. just about, like, now there's books on um the love languages if you're single, love languages for friendships, for family relationships. Like, there's so, so much. It doesn't just have to be about a romantic one. And I reckon today, like, we just want to chat openly about the love languages. Perhaps, like, you already know about them a bit or you're brand new to it. But we really just want to think about like what they are Mm -hmm. and like the pros and cons of knowing them. So let's start. Obviously, there are five of the buggers. And we'll do. (laughs) But let's start with words of affirmation. If your love language is words of affirmation, you really appreciate demonstrations of love through language. So to be told that you're loved, to be told that that somebody's proud of you, to give somebody compliments that's what they really treasure and they really value so it's that kind of encouragement that affirmation that appreciation so we feel great when somebody's actively listening or when somebody's telling us something they noticed about us that we've done really well or whatever that might look like but yeah I genuinely like so when somebody says they're proud of me I'm like oh 
God, you shiver. Yeah, I love it. That's really interesting. Remember that I can't stand to be criticised. Yes. So my, it's funny that my love language tends to be, my tendency is words of affirmation. So I don't know whether there's a link there, but like I love all the compliments, don't like to be told off. Do you take a compliment well? Yeah, I think so. I've got better. I used to like be able to not, or get like really embarrassed or shrug it off or say, oh, this dress, oh, it was 10 quid from blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, but yeah, I've started to just be like, oh, thank you. That's really kind to say. That is worth like reflecting on, isn't it? Because I can imagine like sometimes we want that affirmation. Mm. We really need the compliments, whether that is for like our self-worth yeah. or whether genuinely that is just what lights us up. And then on the flip side, we can really struggle with like kind words and love mm-hmm. because we don't tend to live in a world where you just say thank you yeah. and accept the compliment. We usually deflect, deflect and we usually say like, yeah, like you say this old thing. Mm-hmm. I remember a colleague, she used to like have like, she always had like a nice pair of trainers. And I remember this one time someone paid her a compliment about her trainers and she just said, thank you. And I was like blown away. Yeah. I was like, oh, you just have to say thank you. Do you think we have an issue generally receiving love? Yeah, I guess so. The thing is, we struggle to give it to ourselves because it's big headed mm. and it's all of those things, right? So I imagine that in some ways then accepting it is quite difficult as well. Yeah. And then in your case where it comes down to like an individual matter of like you struggle with criticism and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do imagine that there's more, yeah, there's nuances, right? But I just think it's yeah. really interesting with affirmation that there's potential that that's your love language and you love it and you need it. And then sometimes I think we can struggle to receive it. Yeah, but it's always, for some reason, it's the I'm proud of you. Is it? Like when, and it's I'm proud of you for working hard. I don't know why. Has anyone said that to you? Like, have you received that yet? Yeah. Yeah, like Liam says it when I'm not really? binge watching Desperate Housewives. And does he know that you need that? Or he just said it once and then that you realised you really liked it? No, I don't think he realises that I need it. But really? Yeah, but like, oh no, and then I was like, oh, thank you. It means, like, means a lot when you say yeah. that. And then obviously people say, you know, they'll say it more. Why do you think that is? It's about the working hard. I don't know. I think it goes back to that belief I had that I'm lazy. Mm, okay. That we've discussed at length. So interesting. But what's interesting is I don't really care when people write me cards. Okay. You don't want to compliment in a card? No, I don't <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting that you link affirmation to cards because I guess they do have that natural no because I think in my family it's the thing where you have to write each other like really nice messages is it yeah my family is the opposite we don't send cards we don't send presents yeah we are... yeah there's none of that no like I do appreciate it I'm thinking god what if my mum listens to this podcast um <laughs> no because she's always like sending me really cute notes and stuff like I do really appreciate that yeah but it doesn't like hit in the same way as hearing it out loud. That's because you're used to it maybe. Okay, what about physical touch? Say so physical touch is non-verbal. So you use your body language and touch to express love. People think that it's usually this one is about sex and it's not. So hugging, hugging, hands, yeah, that cuddling. intimacy. I am, God, okay, yeah, so that's what it is. I was going to mm. go straight into my own experience. But let's have a moment of being like, physical touch is more than sex. Yeah, yeah, way more than sex. And actually, what I hear usually is men are like, oh, my love language is physical touch. 
what people assume yeah well. they assume it rather than actually thinking what you really need I guess because sex is like an obvious physical expression isn't it of caring about somebody and you know what I just realized is that I mean it's quite obvious but just to like put it out there that all five of these are important and we do need them all definitely right so it's, it's just a bit more which one do you lean towards more and with physical touch on the flip side they can it can be so uncomfortable like thinking of people's like if we think of like really traumatic experiences physical touch can be one that is just so difficult and yet at the same time we need it so I think there can be this with all of them I'm sure but this in between of it's something that we need it's also something that we can be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with it's almost something then we crave a little bit if we didn't have it so there's many layers to this well it's as I've got older physical touches become more important Mm. so I love I I like get people to play with my hair or like draw on my back (laughs) me and my sister used to draw on each other's back and we would guess what we were drawing yeah I get Liam to do that really for as long as I can remember I've always always loved being tickled yeah oh no I don't like being tickled I love it no not funny tickled I think it's like this stroking no not funny tickled not where it's like life or death tickle I hate like the funny do you know the funny tickle what I mean <laughs> like where well, people, isn't like tickling from torture as well yeah well it is like when people okay just for our own <laughs> personal experience here I'm sure people can relate I do not like it when you know when people tickle your feet like, oh no not that <laughs> that kind like of tickling, tickling to hurt miserable <laughs> just, like, you know like you do you want a gentle kids, stroke don't you it's like tickling <laughs> and it's like you can't stop them and you're like ah so <laughs> do you know what's really funny is me and my boyfriend obviously this is us being funny um, but we do have this thing, and it is physical touch, I guess, where we literally go to each other, <laughs> so bad, where we go, torture. <laughs> Some things should just stay at home, shouldn't they? <laughs> but we go, torture, and then it is that, it's, we'll try to tickle each other. And then I said to him the other night, he did, I don't know, he like tried to do that, and I said, no, babe, not at night time. <laughs> and then we were laughing, because it's like we've never said like, no torture at night time but that's the kind of tickling you know where you can't stop the person yeah i think it's funny but i like I the really like light delicate t- yeah tickling. like the stroking oh, gentle stroke massage is the dream love that okay number three receiving gifts receiving gifts mm. my friend laurie yeah. always has a gift like for you for me like pretty much every time so she's got a bit nice. better in the sense of not every time now yeah but I wonder if that's since she's had a kid I'm not sure that of the timing or whether she's just noticed herself but she would always have a gift for me and most of the time she had made it oh that's so thoughtful isn't yeah, it that really and now often when I see her I will have a gift for her and that's because I've learned yeah. love languages so when receiving gifts is your love language it's not just buying something for you it's more about the thoughtfulness and I guess making your friend or partner or whatever a priority through the kind of gift giving and it it can be something handmade it could be a card it could be something you found that reminds them of them so I think it's it's far more about the thoughtfulness isn't it but it's a kind of object demonstration of here this is something I'm giving to you because I appreciate you I wonder if sometimes it is as I guess this one has a bit more of a tendency that it could sound a bit more shallow however it's how we've learned languages and let's say your parents worked a lot 
And one of the ways that they made up for that to themselves was to buy you a gift, you know, Mm. each weekend or whatever. These are just random examples. That to you then might be how you do experience love, like a gift, a pricey gift sometimes, who knows? (laughs) But I think that that's fair to say. Yeah, definitely. Until you reflect on that, you might not realise. Well, and for some people it's just more important and And that's fine. We've been conditioned, I believe we've been conditioned, that if someone, especially this is like male-female dynamics, a guy buying flowers... Yeah. that you've just found your prince charming. So I think there is some conditioning in, in all of these because yeah. that's what's coming to my mind with the gift giving. And I once asked a boyfriend to buy me some flowers because, you know, I yeah. learned you can ask for what you need. He did said, he? yeah, I'll buy you some flowers. He never did. But, <laughs> but the next day, wait, no, I'm not kidding. The next day he, so I think it might, it was all around the same week. Mm. And I said one evening, oh, I could like murder a diet coke right now yeah and then the next day he brought brought home a diet coke and i remember thinking you know what who cares about the flowers like i really i really want the diet coke (laughs) and i just put them on the same level that he had thought about getting me a diet coke and that's the flowers what was it about flowers flowers that you wanted why is conditioned to have flowers it's in but it's because i buy flowers all the time but I way prefer it, obviously, when Liam comes home with flowers. You did buy me a plant for Valentine's Day that's that you got nice. from Tesco on the way home from work. Yes, that's thoughtful, <laughs> isn't it? But do you think it's like, the, it's the thoughtfulness, isn't it? It's, it's the, the somebody's thinking of you, so they're going to buy you something nice. Yeah, but the diet, the, the weird thing is that the Diet Coke, and because I was able to recognise yeah. it doesn't have to be this exact thing, because I think sometimes we can get stuck on, I told them, my, I know I'm sure we'll come to this, I told them my love language and they still haven't done it. I told yeah. him I want flowers and he still hasn't done it. And then you miss all of the amazing things that they do. Mm. Well, that goes back to, God, that podcast ages ago where we were talking about um, what makes a healthy relationship the five to one, isn't it? Where you start to notice the things that they're actually doing yeah. rather than focusing in on the negative and on the bad things. That's a saviour for me, like noticing things yeah. that people are actually doing. I need to get better at that. Okay, fourth one, quality time. Yes. I, is this your one? Yes, Okay. it is. So quality time is where it's kind of, well, literally where it says on the tin, like uninterrupted and focused one-on-one conversations where it's not just about like sitting side by side necessarily on your phones watching TV it's where that connection comes in isn't it it's about creating moments together yeah it's a difficult one because like quality time even like if I'm thinking of long distance relationship Mm. you still need to carve out that time right for however it is that you communicate with each other it's that quality but that could be a FaceTime yeah like at a certain time where you both sit down you focus on what the other person's saying you catch up but what I was going to say about this one which is where I think I'm going to complicate things Mm. and maybe maybe this just isn't true but how do you grow a relationship without quality time how do you have a healthy Mm. happy relationship without it so I'm not like saying I'm kind of saying yeah it is my one but of course it's my one because we need quality like yeah, well, you, you do a higher up. You yeah, need to. Really up you need to spend time together. Yeah, but okay, with friends maybe. Let's zoom out of a relationship with with your mates. Would you rather never hear from them apart from the couple of hours you spend together every few months, where like you chat, you do something fun, it's great, 
and then yeah you don't see them again or I, would you rather have more kind of constant texting so I listened to a Jay Shetty podcast mm-hmm. ages ago I've just remembered it and he talks about it is quality over quantity mm-hmm. so actually let's say you and I wanted to catch up we're better off going out for dinner for one hour uninterrupted than me coming along to I don't know a party that you're throwing yeah and we don't and I'm just on my phone or whatever yeah like actually maybe that's not a good example but it's something about like the quality over quantity no I can definitely see that some people would be like they only stayed for an hour but what if I stayed for an hour and I was there I was present Mm. I was grounded compared to if I spent Mm. three hours there and the last two I was a little bit resentful didn't really want to be there there's other things I want to be getting (laughs) on with like you're better remind me not to have any parties good quality time (laughs) actually I'm not gonna give the details but I was telling you something I was feeling guilty about over the weekend yeah perhaps it is that I was there for the quality like yeah important time and then the next thing that I was like I don't really want to be here yeah it wouldn't have been quality I felt guilty for not engaging with it wouldn't have been quality okay well let me change my question then would you rather see a friend for that hour where you have dinner I don't know, once every three months, or would you rather see regular, really cute texts where they talk about how proud they are of your work, how they watched your Instagram to do blah, blah, blah? Like, what would, for you, what would build it more? I have quite a few long distant friendships. Mm. And so I'm going to go for the quality time because okay. some we don't talk like loads in between. Yeah. But we do have that quality time. Oh, what so about you? I would say with friends probably quality time more yeah. just because I don't know I think I've just got to an age where like replying to texts and keeping sane and doing my job and speaking to clients yeah. and having a relationship and looking after the dog sometimes I just forget yeah and also don't want to be stuck on my phone all the time so I'm bad at texting and it depends like it depends on the day right yeah. like how much energy you've got and just to throw another curveball in there mm-hmm. with quality time I do feel like there's this blurred line between the anxious attachment in me, yeah. which can struggle with space. And so, you know, would say, oh, it's because I like to spend time with someone. Yeah. But actually also recognizing quality space apart. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not saying that that's a love language or anything, but just to throw that in there, that if we perhaps do an episode, you know what, we're going to do an episode on how to enjoy time alone. Oh, let's definitely do that. Well, I was going to say there's something interesting with quality time based on the fact that there has been a global pandemic and it's changed how everybody works because now a lot of couples are working at home together. So they're always together, but it's not in a way that feels like quality. So how are people going to juggle and I wonder how that is going to change relationships in the long term. In the long term, because how it used to be was, you know, you might um, work separately, yeah. have the evening together, have the weekend together, and then you retire. That's when you spend all that time together. But now it's kind of just like a long stretch, isn't it? And I do think you need time apart to keep things fun and interesting. So I don't know. I think it'll be interesting to see how in if that changes relationships in the long run. Then we have acts of service. So acts of service, people are experiencing love when there's like those thoughtful actions 
thoughtful mm-hmm. things they do for you. Mm-hmm. And this can be things like chores. Yeah. It can be picking up, I don't know, something from the shops for you. Yeah. It's literally doing something for you, right? It's like practical. It's like helping. So you, yeah, like they kind of want to know that you're with them, that you're partnered with them, you are helping them, you're supporting them. I find this quite interesting, especially like when it comes to like gender stuff, whereas, because I know a lot of people who acts of service is really important because they're the ones who end up doing most of the chores and the practical stuff. Yeah. So there's a line where it's like, is that your love language or actually does your partner just need to grow the fuck up and empty the dishwasher? Like, again, it goes back to a basic standard. What is a basic standard? Like, yeah. if you live together or whatever it is. But is that coming one. up, do you feel like one of your love languages is acts of service? Or do you feel like you're in need of Liam to do a bit more acts of service? No, I'm good. Like, it's not about me, like, but to generalise a little bit, women do tend to end up doing more stuff like when it was the pandemic they worked full-time but they also ended up doing the lion's share of the house stuff the looking after kids all of that so I think it's interesting just to see is that yeah is it a love language or is it just being a grown-up and needing some more support yeah do you know what it is because I think part of the reason I'm pausing with that one is I think I'm kind of struggling to link maybe it's really not a love language for me because I'm just thinking of someone who would say oh my love language is acts of Mm. service they would probably be able to explain it in a really different way to us because I feel like the other four perhaps we found a bit easier to relate to well I like my best friend's love language is acts of service and she is very pragmatic so she's always the one organizing booking holidays sorting things out quite the masculine yeah yeah. she just gets on and does it so she feels so appreciated when somebody takes that off her shoulders and does it for her yeah and it's that I think it's that it's the oh okay I've got this don't worry, I'm going to organise this for you. So if it was acts of service, mm. is there part of that where the love language towards yourself would be to say no, to delegate, to Ooh, I don't not know. take on so much? I feel like that you could look at this with all of these, couldn't you? Like, the, yeah. where are they actually coming from? But ultimately, I guess one of the things to be aware of is the differences in love languages right that your you if if yours is acts of service and that's how you see love it's how you experience love it tends to mean that's how you give love as well and if it's not your partners or your friends they might not see that really loving thing you're doing yeah and that's what I was going to say with all of them these are yours so this is an easy way to like kind of figure out what your love language is without doing the quiz and stuff is to look at what you do the most of with Mm. friends with partners are you the one sending flowers on birthday sending cards like sending really lovely texts are you the one who's showing up making plans are you the one who's booking the restaurant are you the one who's I don't know plaiting somebody's hair giving them a massage what are you doing to demonstrate your love because that tends to be what your love language is but we the conflict comes the conflict in communication comes when our partners or friends or whatever is so different to us because again we'll miss the thing that they're doing like if yours was if my love language was acts of service and yours was words of affirmation I would show you I really appreciated living with you by taking the bins out Mm -hmm. 
you would show me that you really appreciated living with me by telling me I love living with but this is where there's but I wouldn't take that on because that the words don't mean anything to me yeah but also I can kind of hear people being like one is a lot more effort than the other but it's not about that right it's about where this is coming from yeah and our intention it's not about winning or losing it's not about having to be the right one or making the most effort or seeing what people aren't doing it's just about figuring out what you like figuring out what your partner or your friends like or your family and seeing how you can improve your communication in that way having that conversation over and like it's such a good conversation to have with your partner but realistically is everyone open to this like not everyone's interested in this kind of stuff for starters no (laughs) (laughs) but I do feel like okay there's this other element that's just coming to my mind and it's this idea of I've told my partner my love languages yeah I've tried to bring this up and they still aren't you know doing the thing they're still not meeting me halfway they're not meeting my needs yeah yeah um but what if you can see them doing in quotes the Mm. wrong love language it's like I've told you mine's acts of service and you're still giving me affirmation I think it goes back to appreciating them for who they are and what they're doing and it becomes whether it's a non-negotiable for you right yeah if you need to be told you're beautiful you're loved whatever or if you need somebody to hold your hand all the time and cuddle you in public and your partner doesn't have it in their capability to do that is that a deal breaker for you it's no right or wrong answer no it's just for you to explore right yeah but what you can't do is beat them over the head with it and try and make them something they're not I think and I, I feel like it's really there's something in this about it is okay to ask over and over and over again I I never asked for those flowers again because Mm. I got that diet coke and was like you know what like I really see that but if I really wanted the flowers I don't have to go down the road of like I asked him once I'm not going to ask him again Mm. if he cared he'd know if he listened to me he would remember actually Mm. if I really really want the flowers and it would mean so much to me I would I believe I would need to take another approach and be like listen actually the flowers would it would mean so much to me and then if I really wanted them, and I know that this could be a bit controversial, that I message him and say, can you bring me those flowers today? But some people, they don't want to do the asking. I shouldn't have to ask. Yeah. Why should I have? It's like that. You're going to think of that film, like The Breakup. Yes. Did you yes. see it? Oh, yeah. I think it was on Instagram, wasn't it? The I want you to want to take the bins yeah, out. Yeah. But I do get where and she was coming he's from. Like, you want me to take the bins out? Yeah. And but I the- see that even in like, if you... This has all taken like quite a lot of work. Yeah. But if, I don't know, if I'm excited to go to this restaurant Mm. and my boyfriend's coming with me, great. It's not realistic to expect him to have the same excitement as me because this is something I'm excited about. And I think sometimes we can get lost and be like, but I want you to be excited. Well, I'm not, but I'm coming and I'm sure I'm going to have a nice time. Breakup clip I'm thinking of Again, I see it from, I mean, he sounded like a nightmare to live with, but she, it it wasn't about the bins, it was about the appreciation. Yes, it's always about the appreciation. Yeah. It's never about the bins. But the more I, the more you start to say to people, thank you so much, I really appreciate you for that, I really respect you for doing that, thank you, you know, oh, I saw what you did there, that really means a lot. Yeah. That goes a long way. Yeah. Because people just want that. 
that reward yeah or even just you know in your friendship group right there's always one who organizes it imagine if you said to them you do this all the time I'll take that off your shoulders thank you so much for always being the organizer but I'll book the restaurant this time but do you know why I don't book why is because the fear of people not liking it so so many layers yeah (laughs) (laughs) but there's so many layers I know it's like even if I think of like acts of serve let me think of words of affirmation this woman in the gym the other day sprayed this perfume and it was so nice that yeah. I wanted to tell her. And I said, like, oh no, I can't do that. It's embarrassing. And I literally paused myself and just said like, just just say it. Just yeah. let the words come out. And I literally said to her, oh my God, that smells so nice. And then she was like, oh, thank you. And like showed me where it's from and everything. Yeah. Everybody just likes to be appreciated, guys. Exactly. Shall we do quick fire tip for each of how you could demonstrate the love language if you think it's your friends or your partners yes so words of affirmation Mm -hmm. you could send an unexpected like note text or maybe card or give them words of encouragement see what the thing is that they're working on at the moment and praise them on it Mm -hmm. or that sounds weird but when I go to Aldi to do the food shop I don't mind doing the food shop as long as when I get home Liam's like oh thank you so much for doing that that was a really big help Really? Yeah. Because it just takes all, like, the resentment of going to the shops out of it. Yeah. You want that. Just the thank you. Sometimes a thank you, guys. Goes a long way. Goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Physical touch. Holding hands, showing physical affection, maybe offering to book them a massage. Nice. Because I am thinking as well, physical touch, you get a lot of... I'm single, Mm. this is my love language, and no Mm. one else can ever, like match up to that we're not saying like a friend can or no you can yourself but if you know it's physical touch then you have to think outside the box yeah go get a massage yeah or get one of those head things you know those um (laughs) what are they called those like head massages I love them I'm obsessed so I've got something coming to my mind of a, a client saying to me about how much more her partner did want that touch mm. and we did just have an agreement of like even just that minute of just allowing that and leaning in that can make it a minute is a long time if you're just like cuddling yeah. it's a long time definitely um if your partner's or friend's language is receiving gifts thoughtful gifts and gestures i'd say small things go quite a long way and also if somebody gives you something again being really appreciative of it yeah and it doesn't have to be something like really expensive I do think we forget that sometimes if I had to come in with a diet coke for you yeah it's very thoughtful I didn't but maybe I'll do that next time I feel like are you a gift giver no no I don't know why I thought that and do you know what else I think is quite useful is even if, say, if you're walking around TK Maxx (laughs) (laughs) classic it's got every it's going to remind you of someone just taking a picture of the thing and send it to the person that you thought of. Oh, saying, I think like, this oh, would... I can't really bother to buy it yeah. or, you know, my budget or whatever. Just be like, I just saw this. Yeah. With my family, my brother and my mum like to be surprised really? with their gifts at Christmas. So you've got to think of something thoughtful that they'd like. Whereas me and my sister will literally send a list of the things we want. want. Yeah. Honestly, we don't do gifts, really. I'm not going to do gifts this year. I'm terrible. Every, I can't tell you how many years my New Year's resolution was to send cards. 
Mm. Do you know how many cards I find that have someone's name on them? Because sometimes I do. I think the problem how I have. How could you put go to the effort of writing them and not sending them? Do you know them? how much effort it is to buy a stamp? I think it's because. Well, you mad? They sell them on Amazon. Oh no, I'm talking like pre-Amazon times. I'm talking about like this. How long this has been a yeah. problem for me? They sell stamps on Amazon. Yeah. What do you mean? We buy stamps on Amazon. What you order them to your house? Yeah. And they will send. So you pay for the stamps to come to your house. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You don't have to go to the post office anymore, Carly. <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking like to pay for stamps to come to you, you're paying like double. No. Same price as usually the post office. They send them to you for free. That's no. Amazon. Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, I've just heard what I'm saying. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't you have to pay you don't them. have to pay postage. <laughs> I'm not ordering them from Royal Mail. Um one of um a couple of my friends so nice they write thank you cards and I wish I was that person I know my friends because I went to a wedding recently two of them that got married before were saying that they still have half of their thank you cards at home and now they've left it so long no I think that's rude okay I'm not gonna edit that out (laughs) (laughs) just in case they listen no if somebody gets you a gift for your wedding you've got to say thank you do you no you're just putting weddings above anything because if I got your birthday present... Yeah, but even the people who didn't buy me gifts, I still wrote them a thank you card. Saying thank you for coming to the day, making the effort. No, I just as someone who's not married, I disagree. Why? Because I want a thank you card then for the birthday thing <laughs> I sent. <laughs> this is like... What my, birthday thing? <laughs> my friends went through this period of buying everyone like these massive gifts that got engaged, that got married, mm. that had babies. And there was me like starting my podcast and starting my business. And did anyone celebrate it? No. I was like, these are huge deals, like, yeah. but they're not getting celebrated in the same way. Bitches. I know. <laughs> Demand. <laughs> Why don't you do a gift list for your podcast? Um, okay, at quality time. <laughs> <laughs> the anniversary of your podcast with a gift list. That's coming, 100 episodes is coming yeah. up soon. Oh, there you go then. Maybe I'll send you a cupcake. <laughs> okay, so what can you do if you're somebody special to your love language is quality time? Well, I'd say take the time and the effort to like plan something together you putting in the time to like make it special do something thoughtful make it just you and them make it about them no phones no phones even if it's just a walk like make um making a huge effort to stay present in their presence yeah oh nice yeah bit of alliteration there okay and last one acts of service so empty the bloody dishwasher breakfast in bed yep Go out of your way. To buy the milk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but just like think about what they do in a day and try and alleviate some of that. No, it's true. So I was just thinking as well of when F came back with some coconut milk for me because that had run out. And it's these little things that maybe I wouldn't have noticed. But that's an act of service. Maybe he's quite good at acts of service. Maybe his is acts of service. Yeah. I do think this is a bit of a harder one, acts of service, because it gets mixed in with drawers and all the things that we said. Mm. But yeah, just do something. Take the load off them a bit. Basically, guys, use love languages, if you like them, as a way to lean into like fun communication, making people feel loved, and deepen your relationships. If your partner isn't going to do it, isn't going to meet you there, it's not something to beat them over the head with. But take I think what has come up again and again and again is the idea of appreciation yeah 
And that's all it is really, isn't it? It's making sure your partner knows or your friends know or your family knows that they or your podcast host knows that they are appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about how you can bring a mixture of them into your relationship. Yeah. Then you're bound to get something right along the line. <laughs> <laughs> I know for the people like all of mine, oh, my love language is all of them. Um, okay, so as always, please let us know one action point you're going to use to move this forward whether actually it's just made you think about your communication in a slightly different way what is one thing you can do to tell somebody that you appreciate them this week or show somebody that you appreciate them this week and how you're going to use it to move your dating and love and friendships forward so as always guys please do let us know and message us on instagram or drop us an email in the usual channels and we are going to pop exciting things that come up on the show notes below um but we'll see you next week good 